0: So, I've made a decision. Going forward, I am going to record episodes of Just Another Fanboy whenever I feel like it. Here's what that means you're still going to get your monthly episode, of which so far you've only had one. And I'll be honest with you, it's been pretty difficult sitting on that one episode, just sitting there with that one episode just out there, just being an episode. And I have plenty of opportunity to sit down for 15 to 20 minutes and just record small, not small, still important, small but important, short episodes about what I'm reading, what I'm watching, whatever's running through my head, like the tagline says or like the description says, a celebration of all the things I love in life. So I'm going to do that more often, at least once a week, probably twice a week. I'd really like to do three times a week. In the end, wouldn't it be awesome to have just another fanboy five days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 to 15 minute long episodes with a mega monthly episode, which I still haven't come up with a name yet. I'm thinking of your monthly mega bum. bum oh, yeah, that was really terrible. Um, so you're still going to get – I still plan on doing like long – 45 minute to an hour episodes every month but in between you're going to get a bunch of short episodes like this one right here speaking of which how about we just start the episode already the following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me just a regular guy talking about all the things i love such as comics movies television music and books so yeah proceed at your own risk Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host. My name is Steven. And today I want to talk to you about a movie. A movie about a boy who overcomes great odds, who has a heart so pure, he is chosen by an old man to become the champion of the world. That's right. If you weren't aware, I'm talking about Shazam! So going into this movie, I really didn't know. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. But every DC movie I've seen... Well, that's not true. I don't want to say every DC movie I've seen so far has been total and complete crap. I don't want to say that because it's not true. And honestly, that would be a little mean. But for me, DC has been more crap than good. Aquaman was really good. I really enjoyed Aquaman. And to be honest, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I don't know why I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet because I am I am under the impression, I have heard through the grapevine, through the internet grapevine, through the chorus of nerds out there singing on high that Wonder Woman is, is actually a pretty good movie. So I don't know why I'm avoiding it. I think I just have the bad taste of the DC in my mouth. And uh but I saw the preview to um Shazam and I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought this is this is the way to go. DC you're making a fun, lighthearted movie that's going to be fun uh and well, lighthearted. And if that's what they're doing with this movie, And it does well. Hopefully, DC, I'm thinking this as I'm watching the trailer because I can't just watch a trailer and enjoy a trailer for what it is. I have to analyze uh, what the trailer might signify for the future of the industry in which this movie is a part of and think to the future and start criticizing movie studios before the trailer has even ended. This is what I do. That's not really true. But I thought... But I did think to myself at one point, this this looks like a fun, lighthearted movie, and that's what DC for me has always been. Sure, yes, there has been some great dark moments in DC, but when I think DC Comics, my mind doesn't immediately spring to dark and gritty and full of death and blood and darkness and sadness. That's not where my mind goes. I think of brightness and hope and just fun stories. Now, I will say I just finished reading um, Green Arrow, The Longbow Hunters from the 80s. And that's that's quite dark. Um, Batman Year One, recently read that. That's a little dark. Uh, yeah, they're... DC has had its share of dark books and dark times. Uh, But I feel like in general, I don't know, maybe I've just got super friends on my brain. Maybe that that small child part of me, when I think of DC, I think of the super friends. And despite having grown up, because I did read The Longbow Hunters uh, when it came out. I did read Year One when it came out, Batman Year One, Dark Knight Returns. Um, I didn't read, read Watchmen until later in life, but I did read these books as they were coming out, and I did, re- you know, immerse myself in the dark side of DC. And yet, in the back of my mind, DC has always been bright and hopeful and fun, and. I just have always felt that DC needs to embrace that part of themselves when making movies. Batman, sure. You want to make Batman dark and gritty? I get it. That's what Batman is. Superman, on the other hand, yeah, he needs to be... It needs to not be dark. Superman shouldn't be dark. The Justice League shouldn't be dark. And yes, they got Joss Whedon in to try to lighten up uh, the Justice League a little bit, but it's like you took two directors with two completely types of styles and tried to make a movie out of you know one one made one part of the movie, one made the other part of the movie and then they tried to slam it all together and that didn't seem to work. but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about Shazam because I wasn't sure what I was gonna get when I got into it. But I'll tell you right now I got a movie that I really, really liked. So even though I really really liked it I do want to talk about real quick one part of it that I didn't really care about all that much. And and in the end it it didn't I, when I say I didn't care about it it's just one of those things that they do now when they um retell uh, the origin story of a superhero, they always have to dec- they decide which which villain is their big villain. And then we're going to whether or not that big villain originally tied into the superhero's origin, they're going to go ahead and do that for them. Um, They didn't do that with Batman, which I found uh, quite delightful. Um, They didn't make Joker. I mean, they did in the the Tim Burton Batman. Joker was part of Batman's origin. But they didn't do that with the Christopher Nolan Batman. They didn't do that with uh, Superman, so... Lex is not part of Superman's origin, but they do, to a certain extent, make Dr. Savannah part of Shazam's origin. And I don't want to call him Shazam because heres I'm going to be jumping all over the place. I took some notes. I have a couple of things that I want to make sure that I talk about when I talk about this movie. But the big thing I want to talk about is the name of the character. So the movie is called Shazam. The wizard he gets his powers from is called Shazam. He says the name Shazam to get his powers. Those of us who are real comic nerds know that the character's name, or at least used to be Captain Marvel, I think they're calling him Shazam now. I believe, I haven't read any new books, but I believe that he has become the wizard and yet he's still a superhero so i believe he's called Shazam now but in the movie they never they never gave him an official superhero name they gave him a lot of names like the uh, red cyclone and captain sparkle fingers and thunder crack and maximum voltage but they never gave him an actual superhero name and knowing, or or at least from what I understand, because he is called uh, Shazam now in the books, they couldn't really call him Shazam in the movie because imagine that. He's fighting the bad guy in the bad Well, Who are you? I am Shazam. Bang, lightning bolt cracks. He turns into Billy Batson. But I did find it weird that, that in the entire movie, he never once got a name. And yet... It was also funny because they kept going through the different names. I think in the end, they did call him. I think the the one name they kind of landed on uh, was the Red Cyclone. But anyway, um, you do get kind of a bit of um, interlinking Shazam. I'm just going to call him Captain Marvel. I'm just going to do that because I'm not calling him any of these other names. They, they, they sort of linked Captain Marvel's origin with Dr. Savannah. And from what I understand, this movie is based off of the run that's going on right now with Jeff Johns and uh, Gary Frank, or at least there was maybe an origin story that they told first. Um, It may be even the new 52 version. I don't know. I'm not caught up on a lot of that stuff. I do know, having read the original Wiz Comics number two, um just last year, which is the first appearance of both Captain Marvel and Dr. Savannah. While Savannah is the first villain he takes on, their their origins don't tie in together. Savannah in the comic books at that point, up until I guess Jeff Johns takes over here in the last few years. Savannah is a uh, a, a scientist. He's a weak little frail old man. That's who Savannah is in the in in the movie, and even more so in the book, based on pictures that I've seen, he's a he's a big, tough guy. and in in the comics, he's actually a big muscular bodybuilding looking dude. um whereas in the in the in the movie, um, I can't think of the name of the guy who played him. Couldn't even tell you what other movies he's been on in and off the top of my head. He wasn't a great big bodybuilding dude, but he certainly wasn't a weak, frail old man. So we start the movie in the seventies, I think. <laughs> the seventies, when Savannah's a, a boy, and he actually gets taken to the Rock of Eternity, uh, and his and his Shazam is looking at him to be the new his new uh, champion but he doesn't give them the powers because he almost when he when he finds people he almost sets them a, a little test. He's got this glowing rock in a small little cage in the rock of eternity that's supposed to contain the essence of the seven deadly sins. And when somebody is there, they speak the 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 seven deadly sins. Speak to them through the rock, and they're like, oh, "Don't you want ultimate power? Come take the rock. Take it. He can offer you nothing compared to what we can offer you." And if somebody tries to take the rock, then that means their heart is not pure. And Shazam sends them on their way. And Shazam, we should mention, is getting old. There used to be seven wizards that. I think he just called them the, the the Council of the Wizards. I'm not sure, but there were seven of them in in total, and you know, one wizard for each of the deadly sins. And we learned at one point in the movie that sometime way in the past, uh, they they gave their power to somebody else to become a champion, and the uh, the champion abused his power and let loose the seven deadly sins. We know being the comic nerds that we are that that's black adam they never mention the name but now they're down to just Shazam and he's getting old and it's it's very difficult for him to to keep the the seven deadly sins trapped they're all trapped in these statues um they're not well they're they're anyway they're all there on the rock of eternity they're they're being represented by seven statues so after thaddeus savannah is kicked out of the rock of eternity he spends the next i don't know 30 40 years however long it is um that's why i don't think it was the 70s it doesn't really freaking matter does it does it it doesn't he spends into his adulthood trying to get back into the rock of eternity we learned that as a kid his dad was a real jerk his brother was a real jerk When he was taken to the Rock of Eternity, he was in the backseat of the car. His dad and his brother were up front. His dad was driving. They were making him feel like crap because they're mean jerks. And he gets whisked away. And then when he comes back, he starts freaking out because he doesn't get that power. And his dad turns around in the car and he's like, would you calm down? Would you knock it off? Would you shut up? Shut up already. Knock it off. And then there's a car accident. Father is uh, paralyzed. The brother blames it on old Thad. So, fast forward to the present. Savanna has found a way into the Rock of Eternity. He goes in and takes the glowing rock. He gets the s. He gets the the seven deadly sins inside of him. He becomes super powerful. He comes back to our world. He uh, goes to the to the to the building where his dad works because. Apparently, they're, they're freaking billionaires and there's a there's a, a Savannah Corporation or whatever. And he goes into the boardroom and the, the father and the brother are there. And the brother, right away, starts treating uh, old Thaddeus Savannah like a jerk. And he's like, what are you doing here, man? You need to leave. Oh, make me throw you out. Come on, please, please. I'm begging you. Make me throw you out. Savannah just grabs him. And throws them out the window. They're like 60 stories up. And he just throws them through the window. And that's when I went, oh, this stuff just got real. So in the meantime, we get Billy Batson, who is a uh, uh, an orphan. Or at least he can't find his mom. He's not an orphan. His mom's not dead. But he's been abandoned. His dad his father has passed away. His mother abandoned him. Um, He's been trying to find his mother. He's arrested because he tricks two police officers into a uh, into like a little bodega and he, he you know he calls said there's a guy in there he's doing bad things. They go into the bodega. he closes the security gate. he gets in their car and he uses their computer to look up information on who he thinks his mom might be and then he steals the one of the one of the officers lunch which is the one thing he shouldn't have done, steal that lunch. So anyway, I'm not going to get into the entire movie here, but Billy gets the powers. He becomes Captain Marvel. They don't have a name for him. The kid who played Freddie Freeman, um, he lives in a foster home because Billy, after he gets arrested, he's put in this foster home, which is... uh, Run by this this married couple who both used to be foster kids. so they're providing a very it's a, it's a good foster home. They're providing a very loving environment. There are um what five kids there already. there's Freddie um yeah, five other kids there already. So when he gets the Captain Marvel Powers, he goes to Freddie because Freddie's the only person he knows that knows a whole bunch about superheroes. He's a big superhero fanboy. And so they go through this whole thing where they're trying to figure out what his powers are, and they're it's it basically turns into the movie Big at that point, a little boy in an adult's body. What what you know? What kind of stuff are you going to do? You're going to go to try get beer and 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 all that fun stuff. And it was really fun, really fun, funny stuff, very clever stuff. Um, but then Savannah hunts him down, and you know the fight ensues. Um, there was a really nice big reference in the movie. At one point when he's fighting Dr. Savannah, they're in a mall and he crashes into a uh, toy store and finds himself standing on one of these giant floor pianos, just like in big Zachary Levi is the guy who played Shazam. And he was pretty, pretty gosh, darn amazing at it. Not sure what else I want to say about this movie. Just it was really good. It was a it was a really good movie. It's my favorite probably DC movie so far. I think I liked it more than Aquaman. Aquaman up until that point would have been my favorite. It was what I was thinking it was going to be. It was fun. It was lighthearted. It had its moments. It had its really serious moments. Um, it does tell. It's it is a very. Um, I will say it's a very predictable type of story. Boy gets superpowers, abuses superpowers, loses the respect of his friends, um, doesn't want to be a superhero, really. He's trying to uh, make money with his superpowers. It was, you know, here's the thing. Boy gets superpowers, doesn't want to become a superhero, tries to make money using the superpowers. Something has to happen that makes him realize that with great power comes great responsibility. Where is that? Well, that sounds familiar. Oh yeah, that's Spider-Man. But they did it here as well. They didn't kill anybody to make Billy realize that he has to use his powers wisely, but they do kidnap all of his foster brothers and sisters and threaten to kill them before Billy realizes that he has to step up and do something. Um, I am going to spoil the big reveal there at the end, because I think at this point, it's okay to do that. But if you haven't seen it, you probably should go out and watch it just because it's a good movie. But they did the one thing in the movie I didn't think they were going to do. I thought, I knew that they would do it eventually, but I figured maybe movie two, maybe movie three. They brought in the Marvel family right away at this in this movie. And it made so much sense. As soon as they did it, I was like, oh, well, Duh when he becomes captain marvel shazam tells him you know you're the champion now bring bring the council back we have to have these wizards sitting in these chairs and blah 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 and so then he's fighting Savannah. and Savannah has this he he can the the seven deadly sins can come out of him and and fight themselves so they can they are they're bad guys all by themselves. There's seven of them. One of them has to stay in Savannah at all times, though, so that Savannah is not vulnerable. And so Billy's trying to fight Savannah and six of these superpowered demon monster things. And he thinks back to what Shazam told him, which was basically, you know, you're the champion, share your power, blah, blah, blah. And he takes his foster brothers and sisters, and they become the Marvel family. You've got Freddie Freeman, who's Captain Marvel Jr. You uh, you had a Mary, Mary uh, who becomes Mary Marvel. And then there's three others. They don't really... I mean, they had names in the movies. I don't remember them, but it was a really good moment. Um, again, I didn't think that they were going to hit that level in this movie. Because you know it's an origin story. Why would they suddenly bring in five other, four or five other superheroes and have it? You know, but they did, and it was great, and it was awesome, and it was it worked. Throughout, uh, when when the movie was released, there was a lot of rumors. I would see a lot of rumors about Superman being in the movie, and the way the way the rumors were written, the way they were put out there, you know. I had heard that you know Superman is in the movie and which makes me think he is he he makes an appearance he he talks he at, le- at the very least provides advice to Captain Marvel maybe even fights by his side. Well, I know somebody who had watched the movie in the theater and I asked him straight up I said, "Okay, I don't want to be spoiled, but there's something I need to know because I keep seeing the rumor and I just I just have to know. Is Superman in the movie?" And he tells me, "No, he's not in the movie." And so I'm watching Captain Marvel, and you know the big reveal is the Captain Marvel family. But then the uh, you know the after credits scene, Freddie had been bragging to the other kids at school that he knew the the Red Cyclone, Captain Marvel, and that he would he would come to school with him the next day and show everybody how cool Freddie Freeman is. But of course. Billy doesn't do that because he he doesn't you know he's too busy trying to make some money as Captain Marvel. So at the end he does it. He comes to school at lunch and he's like, uh, "Hey, it's my buddy Freddie, it's my best friend in the world." Hey, and everybody's like, "Whoa, Freddie wasn't lying." And then he sits down. And he goes, "Oh, by the way, I hope you don't mind. I asked somebody to join us." And Freddie turns, and you only see him from the chest down. You don't see his face, but there is Superman right there, holding holding a lunch tray ready to eat lunch with him And so I I, I, uh, I went to my friend Harold and I said, hey I finally watched Shazam he said did you like it I said I loved it And then I said, you told me Superman was not in the movie And he goes yes yes I did and I could feel the cheeky the 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 winky cheekiness coming through the text but uh, but yeah finally saw Shazam it was really good. I've been watching a lot of other movies recently which I'm sure I'll be talking about in the in, in the next coming days. Because I've watched uh, watched a movie called Slaughterhouse Rules, which was really good. I watched Venom. Uh, uh, today, I hope hopefully, I'm going to watch the next Fantastic Beasts movie. And I've been reading a bunch of comics. So stay tuned. Subscribe to this channel because you're going to get more stuff more often. This episode's a bit longer than I had planned on them being. But you know what? No rules. Here... Uh, that's not 100 percent true here are my three rules for all of my podcasts no politics no religion keep it clean beyond that there are no rules especially for this one i am going to talk about whatever the crap i want to talk about today i wanted to talk about a movie tomorrow i may want to talk about uh mowing the lawn i don't know probably not mowing the lawn i don't i don't mow the lawn anymore if you want to leave any feedback, if you want to make any comments, if you want to tell me what you think, you can send that to feedback at else.com I don't have an official email set up for just another fanboy, so we're just going to use that one for now. Other than that, there's all the other stuff. You know, you can you can subscribe to the show wherever you find podcasts. You can go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash StevenR Or. And for a dollar a month, you can get my other podcasts, which is Basically, very similar to this. It's about the same it's it's pretty much the same format. I talk about whatever I want to talk about, and uh, you get that two or three or once or twice a week. I'm not gonna do a lot of big wrap up in these episodes because I just you yeah, man, I just want to sit down, I want to hit record and I just want to talk, and when I'm done talking, I'm gonna tell you I'm done talking. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm just going to tell you that's the episode. That's all we got done. My name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Talk to you later.
1: Good